Previously on the Damage Guild podcast. Two of the Klygoths start running towards Tokus. Shava, we got company. They look ferocious and like they're about to eat you. Your shield begins to glow red hot. I'm going to drop it. Can these things cast spells? I'm on to you, ape. The one in front of the doors seems to divide into four identical versions of itself. He is a Uh. spellcaster. There's seven of these guys. We haven't even killed one of them. Guys, I don't think we can handle this. I think you're right. We better get out of here. You push the beast back, grab the door, and yank it shut behind you. We did it. We survived Ildrazer, and everything worked out. Your journey brings you to a small village nestled cozily into the rolling hills. You see a house that seems almost like it was grown rather than built. I dismount, approach, and knock on the door. The door bursts open, and you see an especially short halfling, just over two feet tall. What do you want in my shop? I don't recall you recalling meeting us before either. That's strange. (laughs) I don't recall ever recalling you recalling meeting us. But we are here because to pick something up. Aslo, roll that beautiful scroll over to this lady here. I hold up the scroll, then I bend over and I roll it across the ground to her. (laughs) (laughs) It's got an A on it, right? Yes. That's the one. Don't give her the wrong scroll. The A one. Oh, oh, hold on. Wait. Let me take that back. Okay, here you go. Here's the A one. She opens the door up a little bit more to accept the scroll. You can see that inside the shop, she has various sculptures, carvings, and other similar artistic creations, mostly made from wood or other natural materials. She takes the letter from you and opens it unceremoniously, tearing the corner of the envelope off with her teeth before she scans the letter. Ah, yes, yes, okay... Uh, right then. So, you're Eleanor's men? We are simple couriers. That is it. Yeah, I wouldn't go so far to say is that we're hers. Or that we're men. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. <laughs> we are neither. I look over at Tokus. <laughs> I'd like to think that each gnome gets to forge their own path and defines their own truth and reality for existence. Wow, that's deep. That's like way too deep for, for this conversation. We just met this lady. <laughs> it's too deep for me, too. I'm like drooling and just staring at you. And then she and I get into like deep debate about the universe and just completely ignore you two for like a nice 30 minutes. Yeah. She looks at the group of you and says, you don't exactly look the sort to appreciate my craftsmanship. But I suppose I can't complain. Not like you'll be seeing it anyway. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Yeah, so Lady Restuvius did send us to retrieve the um, the mystical Mahuza. What's it? Uh, I can't remember. What was it called again? The thing that you're... I believe it was the... Uh, let's see. I have scroll tubes with different letters on them. The space-time continuum modulator. Uh, uh, no, I look at her and I'm, I snap my fingers and I'm like, what was it? What was the name of that thing again? Uh, it's just one of my fine works. I'm sure you you won't care to see it. Where, um, adventurous types that you well, are. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I'm gonna roll yeah. a check to see if I appreciate that kind of art. <laughs> there you go. I wouldn't mind a little pixie poo. Okay, that is an eleven. Yeah, I mean, while you're waiting, <laughs> while we're waiting around to, for you to pack it up, I mean, we could take a look if you want. We could give you our honest critique. I provide very honest feedback for the low, low fee of two gold per minute. 
<laughs> Don't listen to him. I'm going to tell you what I think for free. If you want to take a look at other things in my shop, I suppose you can feel free to do so, but I know that Eleanor has specifically written here that I'm supposed to pack it up and ship it with you without you opening up and seeing what's inside. Well, shucks. But there's nothing in that that says anything about we can't purchase something from your wares. Are you awares? If you care to. I think we've sort of taken her unawares. <laughs> Hopefully we haven't taken her underwear, so... <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> Yikes! <laughs> I have many fine sculptures. I'm going to take a look and see what these sculptures are all about. You can fit inside, but there's absolutely no way Shaba's getting into that little hole. Oh. Well, I'll see you guys wow. in a few minutes then. You can send Stripey in to pick out something for you. That's true. Yeah, I'll send Stripey inside. He knows Shabba's tastes. You can watch the mounts, perhaps. I'm simply a pack mule as far as Lady Restuvius is concerned. I serve no purpose other than to bear her the load. <laughs> Shabba, I need you to feed Petunia. I forgot to feed her. And you look over and Petunia's like skin and bones and her legs are shaking. <laughs> <laughs> Togus, how could you ride that poor donkey all this way without feeding her? I just, I forget <laughs> that she needs sustenance. It'd be so much better if I had a mechanical mount. I, I, I look at the sky and I tell the universe, it'd be so much better if I had a mechanical mount that I didn't have to care for and potentially neglect. I take Ralph, Petunia, and Taylor down to the river uh, to drink and eat some grass. Down to the river. Sweet. Yeah. Ralph I eats know, a I lot know of Ralph grass. will love the grass. River. <laughs> loves it, yeah. All right, and I just take them out and kind of chill with them out there while they're in the, inside the shop. Ralph actually is an herbivore. Yeah, he prefers grass and uh, flowers. Wow. Okay, well, there should be plenty of that down by the river. And mules named Petunia. Yeah, yeah, exactly. (laughs) Pretty sure dogs don't, I mean, they eat anything, but they can't really live off of non-meat. Well, this one can, Thane. It's D&D. I get to do whatever I want. So there. (laughs) I'll take out my bow and fire a shot, like, up over my shoulder and pinpoint a squirrel in a tree. And then when it falls (laughs) down, I'll just give it to Ralph. I'll roast it on a little spit. Using my arrow, and then I'll give it to Ralph to chew on. Sweet. Thanks, Shaba. No look, first try. So you tend to the animals. Yeah. Meanwhile, Tokus and I enter the hut. You step inside, and he says, All right, well, um, feel free to look, but just don't touch anything. But very uh, particular, uh, and these things are uh, very fragile. Yes, of course. I'll have your item ready for you in a minute. Just make yourselves at home, but not too at home. And then she goes through a back door and closes it behind her. Aslo. Yeah. How how will we know we want to buy anything if we don't touch it first? That's a great question. Let's start touching things. We start touching things. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so I'm going to make a touch roll. Uh, I rolled a 13. What what do I modify it with? Wow. Dang. Ooh, I got an 18. That means you touch 13 and 18 things, respectively. (laughs) I would say that means you don't break anything while you're touching it. Uh, Oh, sweet. All right, that's good. What do we see? Like I said, a lot of these, her items seem to be delicate carvings. Now that you're closer to some of them, they're not necessarily even all carved. Some of them are grown out of the wood and shaped into certain sculptures. Some of them are carvings of scenes of nature, flowery fields and plants and animals, things like that. But it really is just things that you might see in a wealthy person's home. So no totems, no runic symbols, nothing that might be magical in nature. I make a magic investigation check. 
<laughs> I was going to say, I start ritual casting detect magic, just in case it takes her longer than 10 minutes to uh, get back. So, uh, I got a nine in Arcana. Nine minutes and 57 seconds later, she's like, hey, what are you doing? <laughs> oh, just <laughs> meditating. <laughs> You're mm. like, oh, oh, now I have to start it all over again. <laughs> I'm going to roll a d20 and see how many minutes she's gone. Uh, mm. Okay. You have enough time to finish casting your ritual. Okay. You look around the room. Some of the grown sculptures have faint residual magic in them. Hmm. But, I mean, nothing jumps out at you as being an actual magic item. Those are as if, like, magic was used to shape them, perhaps? Possibly. Or maybe, like, the wood itself was somehow magical. Hmm. Okay. Fair enough. I think we should inspect those pieces, Aslo. Eh, I'm fine with just waiting till she gets back. Well, a couple more minutes pass. She finally returns, and she says, I've brought your piece out front. Come on through here. And she leads you out the front oh. door. She's got a cart here, sized for her, with a wooden crate on top. And the crate has pieces of straw sticking out of the gaps here and there between the slats, and looks shoddy, honestly, but it gets the job done. Hmm. It's just over a foot square. She points to it and says, this is what you're asking for, so I suppose you'll just pack it up on... Where did all those animals go? Uh... Wait, where did all our animals go? There's an animal processing plant down the street. Maybe maybe Shavo's trying to get a couple shekels. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't uh, wouldn't put it past him. Oh, Petunia. He's got good money sense. Load that up and be sure to take care of it. It's packed nice and safely, so shouldn't be any trouble. Excellent. And you can't actually see Shaba down by the river, since the house is right near the river's edge. Mm. Uh, okay. Now, does she also provide us with an animal to carry the cart, or do we need to use one of our own? <laughs> You'll need to carry it yourself. Oh, she's not even providing the cart? No. Oh, she man. got the cart to wheel it out from the back of her shop to the front. <laughs> oh, okay. Hmm. I'll make another type ah, of check. Blast. Oh, well, what are you all these texts? <laughs> I don't know if I want to tell you what I rolled. I was going to try to... Uh, <laughs> or what type of check I was making. <laughs> I was going to persuade her to sell us the cart, uh, but I rolled a, a four, which becomes a two in the case of Tokus. No, it's, <laughs> isn't it like a tiny cart sized for her? It's, it's like a it's like a It's like a push almost. cart, right? Like a hand yeah, cart, well, not, not like a wagon. It's more like a dolly yeah. type thing. Mm. Okay. Like, even less than a wheelbarrow. Yeah. <laughs> okay, understood. All right. Um, well, thank you, Ms. Arliel. May your hair be as long as the days, and your overall height be as short as the nights. And your toe hair be as long as your head hair. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> as, as we say in my uh, hometown. Thank you, I suppose. I haven't heard such a strange way of parting. Well, we're, we're from a very strange land, so yeah. it's customary. Oh, oh, um, before you go, uh, do you think you could do me a favor? Absolutely not. <laughs> Can I make a favor check? I pop my head in the door. Do not say yes. <laughs> Can I make a check to see how vulnerable Tokus is to her playing on his heartstrings? Just decide. <laughs> Aslo, I don't think we should take her up on it, but it might unlock a side quest, or maybe we should. <laughs> I do like side quests. They're a lot of fun. <laughs> it's like it's a video game. Hey, if I do this dialogue option, it might unlock a side quest. <laughs> yeah. Which, of course, unlocks experience points, which we oh, don't even track in this game. Yeah. So. I can't wait to get some experience points. Yeah, we've never had any. We don't even know what those are. So, heck yes, we'll do it. What do you need? <laughs> um, 
Yes. Tell us more. Um, there's a, a place in the woods north of here where I usually go to gather materials for my work. Recently, the whole area has been overrun by monsters, so I haven't been able to do what I need. Side quest. Yikes. <laughs> okay, yeah, I just want to say, as an aside here, that's funny that you mentioned that we don't track experience points, because I've seen people, like, in reviews of our show be like, they keep running away from stuff. Yeah, well, you'd run away, too, if you weren't going to get experience points for killing it, so shut up. Just saying. Alright, I'm done. <laughs> Rant over. We also were, like, really low level originally. We did run away from a lot of things, but, like, if they didn't yeah. stay long enough with the show to, like, hear us have some, like, amazing fights, then that's their fault. Yeah. That's also true. We were super squishy at the beginning. Yeah. Agreed. Anyway. I would greatly appreciate it if you could get rid of the problem for me. And you do look like you've killed a lot of monsters, judging from your equipment there. Just judging by the number of monster guts on your clothing. <laughs> yeah, Tokus is like holding up a fetish of all the different like bosses we've killed so far. And then I and then I <laughs> holding up a what? Uh, fetish isn't that like uh, like a like a scroll? You mean? I guess I'm thinking of Diablo two. Like the fetish was like something that the necromancer would hold, and it's basically like a head trophy. So it was like that really? bandit guy we killed from way back when? Yeah, I've heard of that, something like that. Fet uh, I mean, a fetish is a weird proclivity. I'm going to put it back in my pack so we don't keep asking questions about why Dark Tokus <laughs> keeps, like, demented old heads of ex-bosses. <laughs> we don't have a barbarian in the party, so I've had to make do. <laughs> yeah, that's true. We need some war trophies. I bet Stripey has some war trophies. Oh, yeah, he's got them. He's got them buried all over the realm. He keeps burying my war trophies. <laughs> yeah. Stripey. But Tokus doesn't notice. Yeah. I'm like, I swear I had another, uh, another <laughs> oh, goblin head over here. I think you're right. I've never heard the word fetish used in that way, but like a fetish staff or a... It's like voodoo. Yeah, like some mm. magical charm or something. Like a totem or whatever. Oh, I'm glad okay. that we're clarifying this for our viewers. Yeah, right? That's Otherwise, that sounds weird. Because there are other definitions. <laughs> yeah, we can just say like a totem or like a voodoo yeah. staff. Something like that. A collection of heads. Mm -hmm. Except you don't actually have any of that, regardless <laughs> right. of what it is. <laughs> no, no, this is... I right. should start collecting them. You should be a steampunk gnome with just random, like, heads of beasts and jawbones and teeth and stuff adorned <laughs> all across your body. I mean, you did have those boar tooth inserts that you made. Oh, yeah, the boar tusks. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. I take mine out of my pack and just put it in and wear it <laughs> just for fun. The Chava, Chava, there's, there's a good chance that those are infected. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How do we not all catch diseases from that? Hey, didn't we use, like, metal wire to make them? Ugh. <laughs> Ugh. Gross. Gross. Well, listen, my lady, we are men on a bit of a mission. As you know, Lady Restuvius does not like to be kept waiting. She can wait. Uh, <laughs> I will discuss this with my compatriots and let you know what we decide. Tokus, let's go down to the river, shall we? The old man river. Nope, don't know it. <laughs> it's a song, isn't it? Sorry. Down by the river bed. There's a tugboat down by the river, the river don't, you, don't know? you know? Yeah, we go down there to where Shaba is. Hey, Shaba. I'm literally in a tugboat when you get there. <laughs> See you guys, I found this tugboat. Screw you, Aslo, I quit the AAA team. I have my own tugboat now. Are you like dancing and whistling while you like drive the tugboat, kind of Mickey Mouse yeah. style? Yep. They call me Tugboat Willie. Anyway. 
That doesn't actually happen. Oh, hi, guys. Glad you decided hey. to join us. Oh, wow, Petunia looks a lot better. What did, what did you do? <laughs> yeah, she just gained like 50 pounds from eating <laughs> all that grass. In the last five minutes. <laughs> She's got like a really bloated yeah. belly and she like can't like really even move. <laughs> Maybe you fed her too much, Shaba. I definitely did. <laughs> just imagine like a skin and bones petunia, but there's just this bulge. <laughs> like, uh, so what's the deal, guys? Where's the the package? She didn't get robbed too, did she? No, no. Fortunately, she didn't. Uh, it's up there on the cart, and uh, she got it for us, and we're good to go. Okay, perfect. Except that she also asked us to uh, kill some monsters for her. What? Yeah. Why would we do that? What's the What's the price? What's the payment? Uh, actually, now that you mention it, I didn't even bother asking. Aslo? Um, <laughs> How did you get out of that room without finding a price? That's a great question. Well, she said we could do a favor for her. So, culturally speaking, how well do we know how this region works? Like, a favor for a favor... You know, we do, we scratch her back, she scratches our back. Or is this just the type of thing where they're like, oh, you're an adventurer, you can do that kind of stuff, right? Kind of like when people... For experience points. Yeah, like when people yeah. are like, oh, you work with computers, you can fix my computer, right? <laughs> and you're like, no. And you're like a web designer. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or, or like in the music industry, when people are just like, hey, let me just get you exposure. We don't actually plan to pay you for the gig yep. you're doing. Right. Exactly. But don't worry, people will be hearing about the AAA team. Or yeah. when companies look at colleges and they're like, hey, we're going to need like 10 interns to go get us coffee every day. You're not going to get paid, but you can hang around the office and pretend to learn stuff. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Put it on your resume that you handed out coffee for six months. Learned a lot about team yeah. building and responsibility. Yeah. This seems kind of like an internship at Killing Monsters. And you know what, Aslo? We're not interns. We may be bronze <laughs> level, but there's a level below that that you don't even know about. And we're <gasps> not on it. What? Wow. I had no idea. We checked out the store, Shaba. You're not going to believe it. There was magic in there. <gasps> there was some magical thing, but like only a really small little bit of magic. Oh, okay. Yeah, but but here's the thing. What if we do this quest for her, and then she shows us where the magic came from? Was there anything that was better than a pot that cooks by itself without fire? <laughs> if not, then let's blow this popsicle stand. Decidedly not. No. Let's at least hear her out. Let's gather up. Let's uh, Shaba, you should at least hear her out, okay? All right. You you weren't there. Let's let's redo the proposal and maybe Aslo will talk to her for 60 seconds and, you know, use some charismatic skills okay, and, to convince her yeah. to go kill the monsters instead. Kind of. And then pay us for it? Yes. Yeah, <laughs> All right, let's go back up, guys. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> we go back up to the top of the hill And I say, uh, Ms. Arliel, um, remind me again what you said the fee was for this task I'm just leading a herd of animals on leashes <laughs> It's our three mounts plus all the woodland creatures that have come around <laughs> As I've summoned them to hang out just being yeah. followed by ducks and and Just like birds all along your arms and Yeah, the ducks and geese come up from the river Chipmunks Yeah, Shaba, you're really good with animals what can I say? It's what I do. I suppose I didn't say anything about a price, did I? Well, um, I can give you my lucky rabbit's foot. Really? Uh, what does that do? Well, whenever you're about to do something risky, you can just rub it for good luck, and things usually turn out all right. Uh, really? Wow. Would you say statistically, like, like if you were about to get struck by lightning, say, and you rubbed the <laughs> la rabbit's foot, would the lightning divert? Um, now let's say that lightning was coming from the staff of an evil sorcerer. 
I'm not sure. I haven't been in that sort of situation. All right. Well, you haven't lived, let me tell you. <laughs> Here's what we're going to do. Aslo, you go stand 50 yards out that way with the rabbit's foot. Okay. I'm going to take an, a shot at you, and I'm going to roll a natural 20. I want you to rub that rabbit's foot <laughs> as soon as the arrow leaves my bowstring. Okay. Okay? All right. Okay, so we do that, and I roll a natural 20. Well, is, is there another... Do you, like, re-roll or something and then see what happens? Because of the... After I rub the rabbit's foot? I don't know. We'll see. Okay, so I roll a natural 20... <laughs> And the arrow is zip is headed straight for Aslo's face. I didn't even see you roll a dice, Jay. <laughs> it just happened because we're testing the rabbit's foot. So you keep rolling until you get a 20. Yeah, exactly. And there's a bunch of just arrows stuck in the tree around Aslo, like making like a pattern of his body in the tree behind him. Except that every time you roll a hit that's not a 20, you just hit him. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, we're just going to hand wave that part. Don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah, but every time he's going to rub the rabbit's foot and see what happens. Um, no, Arliel is still holding onto the rabbit's foot. Okay. I mean, I. it seems to have some sort of magic to it. I don't tend to use it all that much, but hmm. seems like it works for me. Is your detect magic still up? Aslo? Hypothetically? Lasts for 10 minutes, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Up to 10 minutes. Yeah. Yeah, so it's still on. Are you getting any magical tinglies from the rabbit's foot? This little rabbit's foot looks like it's been dyed kind of a russet red. Hmm. And you can see that it is magical. Ooh. And do I get a sense of the school of magic? Demonic. So, like, <laughs> chemistry? Is it English? It was a demon it rabbit. Geography? <laughs> <laughs> it was an evil rabbit. He's got fangs a mile long. <laughs> Sharp, pointy teeth. Not quite sure. I think this would be enchantment. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Look at the bodies. <laughs> I'm, still, I'm still thinking of that skit in my still mind. Still on Monty Python? Yeah, a little bit. What say you three? We huddle up. What say you three? Well, you said the rabbit's magical, right, Aslo? It is. Uh, how many monsters are there and where are they exactly? There's a bunch of giant spiders and spidery things. Oof. I don't know how many exactly. And usually a few spiders aren't any big problem. I could deal with that. Get in there, take what I need and get out before they notice me. But there's also been a couple of bigger things, it seems. I'm not sure what they are, but they mm. seem to be attacking the spiders, which mm. if they're strong enough to take them out, has me a little worried for going in there myself. And where is this again? This location? It's just a little ways north off the trail. But I mean, like, what? Is, is it like your old house? Or is it a castle? Is it a forest? It's where I go to gather some of my materials for my artwork. Like what? Just some, some woods? Off in the woods, yeah. Yeah, it's in the middle of the woods. Okay, so it's just a place in the woods. All right. Oh, okay. Well, then we know they're wooden. Aren't, well, that's easy. We got fire magic. We'll be fine. Yeah, wooden spiders. That's true. She said they're they're creatures, and if they're in the woods, clearly... Well, actually, can you describe them a little bit better for me? And Tokus gets out his monster manual. Starts flipping through the pages. <laughs> I said, I haven't seen what's actually attacking the spiders. Oh. I don't know what it is. What likes to eat giant spiders? I don't know. That's why I'm worried. Mm. Uh, can, we, can, can we make nature checks to see if we know any, of anything that eats giant spiders? Sure. Yeah. Yeah, that's got me worried, too, because anything that can eat giant spiders can eat giant giants. And <laughs> I'm a pretty big dude. And even, like, medium-sized giants. Yeah. That'll be a 19 for me. This is nature? Yeah. 10. 8. Okay. No one is sure about things that eat giant spiders specifically, but Aslo 
You're familiar with the fact that there are certain types of wasps that attack normal spiders. Mm, mm-hmm. And they tend to be in the forest like this and might go after groups like that. She describes some of the spiders that she's found, actually, so mm. you can get a better sense of this. One of them had looked like it had been uh, stabbed or stung or injected with something, and it was mm. just kind of curled up on the ground, but possibly still alive. I didn't stick around to take a closer look. Her description does remind you of the way that wasps attack spiders, so it could be giant wasps or something similar to them. Well, if I didn't know any better, I think we have to burn the whole... I don't say this in front of her. So I think we have to burn the whole forest down. I think you're right. Kids, arson is never the answer. <laughs> yeah. Except in D&D, apparently. Yeah. This forest is like thousands of square miles, at least. Dude, have you been watching the coverage? Like, forest fires are legit. They use, like, wind to, like, leap from tree to tree. <laughs> they use it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Those sentient forest fires. See, the, the problem with your plan, Tokus, is that the goal of this quest is to allow Arliel to go gather supplies. And she cannot gather supplies and materials if there is no forest from which to gather said materials. Mm. Right, but it'll grow back. She didn't put a stipulation on <laughs> when she be able to gather the supplies again. Halflings are pretty long-lived, I guess. Right? Yeah. And yeah. they live almost as long as gnomes do. I was reading the other day about, because uh, it was when I turned 29, I thought about doing some sort of post that like tied into like how many years in, in rock gnome years that is. Uh, and I started yes. trying to calculate it. We live like 600 years or something re- absurd. And, and Tokus like has this emotion about himself. I, I'm going to outlive my friends. Yep, sad to say. Wait, t- you're 29? I, how, how did I not know that it was your birthday the other day? Happy birthday. <laughs> so, oh, yeah. Yeah. It was on Thanks, Facebook. Guys. Happy birthday uh, the other day. Happy birthday. Well, that's what Facebook is for. That's all I use it for, to, like, to help <laughs> remember people's birthdays. Yeah, yeah sorry about that. I, don't, I, I haven't been using Facebook as much as I probably shouldn't. <laughs> it's all good. I mean, I feel like once you get past your mid-twenties, who cares? Yeah. yeah. Not as much as you should continue to not use it. Yeah, exactly. I haven't continued to waste time on it. <laughs> like I should have. <laughs> I, I did think about that in the context of the Damage Guild, so Tokus has, like, remembers that while he was researching that his people live for many hundreds and hundreds of years and definitely will outlive Shaba, if not also. Oh, for sure. Absolutely stripey, probably Aslo, and um, he has a bit of an emotional reaction to that. And then, then, I'm, then I'm good. All right, we're, we're back to it. <laughs> Except that in the life of an adventurer, there's no guarantee you'll live till old age. That's right. Mm. Ah. Old age is not guaranteed. I just have to make sure I die first. <laughs> Any one of us could die at a moment's notice. Yep. Tokus, it's all good. I was refreshing my hit point maximum. Last fight, I was at one. <laughs> Skin of our teeth. Oh, yeah. yeah. Pretty much every single fight in Eldrazar, we got our butts <laughs> handed to us. <laughs> Yeah, I don't think we were ready for that dungeon. If only dungeons had like a nice level such to such required outside the dungeon and told you like how many <laughs> like adventurers you should yeah. bring. Yeah. Must be at least level six to enter yeah. this dungeon. Or like this tall to ride this. Right. This tall and this level to enter this dungeon. Yeah. Or you can select your difficulty setting before you go in. Mm-hmm. Right. And mm-hmm. it gives you a recommended items. So like it would have said, remember to bring holy waters, <laughs> Plural. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I shoot Aslo an angry glare oh, as we're talking about this. <laughs> um, but yeah, let's let's go uh, rescue the forest mm. from itself. 
Okay. Those are probably like natural beasts. Getting a lucky rabbit's foot does sound pretty sweet, but I also hate spiders too, so. And you're also already lucky, so what do you need with it? Oh yeah, that's true. I am super lucky. I would be fine if you could either clear out all of the spiders in that area so that whatever's hunting them has no reason to come back, or if you find out whatever's attacking them and can get rid of that. Either way is fine with me. Or both would be great. Mm. So we either kill the big thing or kill its food. Okay. Guys, I know how this goes down. So we're going to be out in the woods. Everything's going to be looking like it's going according to plan. We're killing the spiders. We're making good progress. And then a jet engine drops on our heads. (laughs) (laughs) Nobody expects a jet engine. (laughs) Nobody ever expects it. I'm just saying whatever's eating those things, Shaba probably comes down and is like, yes, my prey is vulnerable and then eats us too. Mm Mm-hmm. Yep. For that reason, one of us should always keep our eyes pointing directly to upwards at all times. <laughs> yeah, directly into the sun. Stare directly. Yeah, that's why yeah. they say the enemy of my enemy is my friend. Because if you have two enemies, then they can fight each other. And then when they're at their most vulnerable, you can strike. Oh, mm. Shaba, are you proposing what I think you're proposing? Yes, I am. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever I have no is. idea what I just got myself into. <laughs> Guys, remember how Shaba's skilled at nesting? We make a nest. Ah. Or Shaba oh. makes a nest. And we wait until it hunts the spiders, and then we catch it in the act. Ah. Yeah. And then we, we drag it to civil court. <laughs> exactly. We serve it its papers. Yep. I like it. Because it's illegal to... Anyway. I love paperwork. Subpoena issued and done. And they'll yeah. never win that case. No. Yeah. Boom. Because they're clearly eating spiders, and that's unlawful. We've got a really good <laughs> lawyer, don't we, Aslo? Nice, oh, charismatic yeah. lawyer. Yeah, totally. His name was Zola, right? He does paperwork and stuff? Yeah, something like that. He's in the HR department. Yeah, yeah, that's our HR assistant. I mean, we do have a, le- we have a legal team, right? Cause, I mean, it was like- Osla who is the lawyer. That's right, yeah, yeah. There's so much litigation that went into the contract. We have to have a legal team for this to work. And Toka's yeah. like, shows Aslo like, how much more the contract has grown since you looked it's at like it 50 last. pages. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Man, my memory has gotten bad. I don't remember being that tall. We really got to go digital on this thing, or or magical digital. (laughs) Yeah, no doubt. (laughs) Let me invent the smartphone first. All right, um, Arliel, it sounds like we are going to uh, take you up on this idea. Yeah, I don't know why, but I think we are. I'm not sure either, but... I have no idea, because I really don't care about that rabbit's foot. Dude, it's a a magic lucky rabbit's foot. How cool is that? I kind of just want to kill some spiders. I mean, I'm (laughs) going to be honest with you. Is that your new favorite enemy? Uh, No, but... They're spidery, right? Nobody likes spiders. Who likes spiders? Your favorite enemies are beasts, and spiders are beasts. Oh, well, heck yeah. I hate spiders. They're the worst. (laughs) I want to kill them. They make my blood boil. Let's go do it. Point us in the right direction. They make me seethe with rage. If you just head up the trail out of town to the north, go about 20 minutes up there, and then head east, they'll find a clearing that I like to gather supplies in. So that we can be ambushed. That's a perfect plan. Yeah, that's just where they <laughs> want us to go. Well, that's why we should go there, because it'll be the least thing they expect. So we'll go there, <laughs> knowing that we're going to be ambushed, but expecting that they don't know that we want to be ambushed. Therefore, we'll get the jump on them. <laughs> wait a minute, wait a minute. Classic misdirection, Tokus. <laughs> <laughs> How is she going to know that we do the deed? Because we'll bring back the heads and the legs of all of the spiders that we kill. <laughs> she should be there to help witness and maybe help us fight. Can you fight, Arliel? No, I'm just an artist. 
Shucks. She fights with her heart, her artistic mm. heart. Yeah. yeah, her passion. She fights for love. Well, sharp as that blade may be, it will not kill a spider. So I'm afraid we're on our own, boys. Yeah, let's bring back some spider legs, and that should be enough, right, Arleo? Yeah, we'll br- just bring back a couple legs, maybe some brains. I'm not sure you really need to bring all of those things back. Here's a quick question. Are these, are we talking like Jumanji giant spiders or like Shelob giant spiders? I don't know the Jumanji ones. Oh, they're like maybe a foot tall. They vary somewhat in size, but they're a few feet usually. They're bigger than I am. Oh, wow. Okay. So that's that's still pretty big. Hmm. They can grow to be quite large. Some of them might even be as big across as your giant friend here is tall. Wow, what? So yeah, that's like Shelob size. Uh, I think that sounds terrifying. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I hate spiders that are like a quarter of an inch long. So (laughs) ones that are like seven feet long uh, do not sound like my idea of a good time. Yeah. Yeah, why why are we agreeing to this, everybody? (laughs) I'm a lot less excited about (laughs) the idea of this side quest. Yeah, I was thinking about, like, kicking a few out of the way, you know, maybe stepping on one or two and being done with it, but... I kneel down, and I look at Arleo, and I say, Arleo, you're a very nice person. You probably have to lay down on the ground to do yeah. that, but yeah. We'll take that package, and we'll be on our way, please, if you don't mind. <laughs> I'm afraid you'll just have to find another clearing from which to gather your materials. Yeah, I think it's time for you to explore a different medium for your art. There's lots of, like, clay... You know, you could do something with oil <laughs> pastel or paint. You could even order your supplies from other towns. Yep. You see her eyes getting watery. She's starting to tremble. <laughs> oh, no, don't oh, do no. that. Oh, don't, please Shaba, don't do that. Come on. Shaba. We should have had Aslo talk to her. He's more heartless than us. <laughs> I mean, he has a higher charisma score. Aslo starts tearing up, too. This is how I make my living. Oh, I... no. I'm going to try to resist. Uh, uh, <laughs> I'm a sympathetic crier. <laughs> oh, no. Tokus rolls a 10. <laughs> I rolled a 7. I don't know what I'll do if I can't go in there. I... The things I need don't grow anywhere else in the forest, nowhere nearby. I make a survival check to survive without feeling sympathy for her. <laughs> uh, I got a 15. That's pretty good, actually. But I still feel sympathy. <laughs> it's not, not too shabby. I say, is, is there anything you can do to sweeten the pot? <laughs> I like that. I kind of like look over at Tokus and I'm like, yeah, there you go. That's a master at work right there. I really thought he actually cared. I, 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 I whisper this. I really thought he actually cared. We should have known better. We should have known better. You know what? Maybe Aslo really does, but he also cares about money, about profit margins. <laughs> Yeah. I don't have much to give, but I can scrounge up some coins. I can give you something. Like how many somethings? How about one of those one of those cool, um, slightly magical sculptures you have? <laughs> yeah, would you tell us more about those sculptures? And do we guys do we have anything wooden we can have her like carve and make magical? Ooh, perhaps? Good question. I'm, I'm looking in my inventory for wooden things. I have this miner's pick. Could you, like, harvest the wood from that and, and sculpt it into something? Just make a carving into the handle. It's magic. That makes you Ooh. pick extra pickier. <laughs> I think a magical toothpick could be cool. I could carve something for you, I suppose. It wouldn't be magic. Mm, 
Then it's of no use to us. Well, what, what were the magical... <laughs> hang on. T- could you tell us more about the magical stuff that's in your shop? We totally... Quick disclaimer. We totally checked out your shop while you were like away and yeah. scoping out if there was anything magical in there. Could you tell us more about those magical sculptures? Please? What about a magical toothpick that picks your teeth for you? Now that has some value. That I could get into. That sounds like a business right there. <laughs> yeah. I'm not an enchantress. Uh-huh. Well, then why did you have something magical? I harvest the unique wood from this forest to make some of my sculptures and I tend the plants so that they grow just so in the way that I believe will bring out the most artistic beauty in them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't think she's telling us the whole story, Aslo. I'm pretty sure she has like druid powers or something. <laughs> Get her to come with us. We promise to protect her and stuff. I would like to make an insight check. Yeah, I'll do the same. I'll make the, the old empathic Roll. I bet she's like a retired adventurer or something, and now Dang she it. just uses her druid powers to be artsy. <laughs> That's a 13 for me. Mine is a 10. Rolled very poorly. All right, I'll roll two. Ooh, it's a 14. So my theory is, why would Lady Restuvius choose her if she didn't have some sort of power, right? Mm. Or ability, or mm-hmm. something. There's something special about these things that she makes. She's not telling us the whole story. But if she's just, like, really good at making these things? But Lady Restuvius is a wealthy and powerful woman. Why would she specifically send for one item? Wood totem gears. What? Wood totem, right? Wooden sculpture thing. Yeah. Gears. Put them together. A little statue that spins? Yeah. Shaw, but we're helping her make an automaton that's going to take over the world. Oh, no. <laughs> She's the leader Why of the cult. Why didn't we see it before? <laughs> no. And you, guys are like, <laughs> and you guys are like, actually, Tokus, you're totally taking this to the ninth level. But, but I did make a good point, is these components are probably being combined <laughs> in my own some horn. way. <laughs> I have to do my own horn, but my horn. If all they needed was just a piece of wood... She could have gotten it from somebody else with a more reasonable price. Remember how expensive her prices were, Aslo, when we were looking through the shop? Yeah, but dude, think about it. Like, rich people have nothing better to do with their money than buy expensive pieces of art. That's all this is. She's an art collector. I think it's related to the gears. Hmm. I think so, too. I think she's making something. Hmm. Yeah. I think Tokus is on the right track. She doesn't want us to check out what's in the box, either. Like, she doesn't trust us. The gears were also only part of the previous piece. Uh, I still like Tokus' theory. I think it's some sort of golem or automaton. Mm. Or like a wooden butler. Yeah. <laughs> That's the worst kind of butler. It's like the one in the Jetsons, the maid, where she like rolls on one wheel. Oh, it's yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> well, needless to say, I, for one, have been moved by her display of emotion, and I'm having a hard time restraining myself from saying no anymore. I don't know about you guys. Well, why don't you just charm her and have her go with us? She's definitely a druid and probably could heal us. So let's go. <laughs> I say, despite my hatred for spiders, my love of gold is greater. I will help you. <laughs> we'll put our lives on the line. <laughs> because we're sympathetic towards your plight. And he wipes away a tear. Thank you. Thank you so much. Seriously, before we risk our lives, we need to know more. <laughs> mm, I don't think we do. I think we just need to go risk our lives, Tokus. I don't know much more. <laughs> I don't know of what I could tell you from beyond this. Were you always an artist? I've been making my art here for 
five decades now. She's like, actually, wow. no. And she pulls off a mask and she's like, they used to call me Spydra, the Spider Queen. <laughs> <laughs> and then all these spiders just start uh, descend on us. <laughs> oh, yeah. As for your insight checks earlier, since I never actually responded to that, uh, it seems like she's being honest. She doesn't seem to know any particular magic abilities mm. or anything. Yeah. Okay. All right. Let's go. Let's just help her. Let's get these spiders dead. Get them dead as quick as possible. Yeah. The Damage Guild Podcast. Just add holy water. Captain's Log, Stardate Thursday. It's April 2nd, 2020, 11.15 p.m. I know this episode won't come out until May 18th, more than a month and a half in the future. But tomorrow will mark the end of week three in quarantine. And every day it seems things are bad out there and getting worse. Numbers are skyrocketing, and uncertainty is at an all-time unprecedented high. This is a message of hope, but it is also one of perspective. I'm speaking to my future self here and all our future selves when I say that if you're listening to this right now, chances are that things are better. At least I hope they are. Fear is our greatest enemy, and it will continue to be so until the faintest glimmer of light appears on the horizon. So again, I say, if you're out there and if you're listening to this, take a deep breath for me. Let out a long, calming sigh. You've made it this far and we're still going no matter how bad things may be or might have been. I hope and pray that by now we have seen that glimmer of light, that we finally got this blasted thing under control in some way, whatever that means. You may even be listening to this and laughing to yourself because of the dire tone of this message, but I hope you're laughing, because it would mean that the memory of what we've all been through has already begun to fade. We do have short memories sometimes. We have to, otherwise we'd wallow in our catastrophes and our grief and never claw our way back out. I'd planned to joke around a little bit more and make light of things to try and bring some levity to this situation, but that didn't feel appropriate now or in the future. Maybe this is coming across to you on May 18th, 2020, or some later date, and it's tone-deaf or not at all applicable to the state of the world. I hope that's true. I don't think the world is about to end, I don't think we're all doomed, but I do think that being reminded of trials we faced is a good way to gain perspective. It gives us a reason to take those deep breaths, those calming sighs, and those moments to reflect and be thankful that in spite of it all, we're still here. Thanks for listening, everybody. Best wishes, and the Ramlord's many blessings to you all. Enjoy the rest of this episode, and we'll see you again in just two short Mondays. You are listening to the Damage Guild Podcast. Well, Shaba, yeah, Stripey, I hate to say it, but you guys probably know the best way to tackle these spiders. Um, I will not be tackling a spider, ever. <laughs> <laughs> that is not something that's ever going to happen. All right, well, you're the ranger. Lead the way. All right, I range ahead. Yeah, why don't you range something? Yeah, <laughs> I will. I will go range something. Okay. I'm going to make a survival check that's really poorly rolled. And only results in a seven, and I'm going to track those spiders down. It's the last thing I do. 
It's like five hours later. And we're like in the woods lost. <laughs> yeah, one eternity later. Because beasts are your favorite enemy, you actually have, I think, advantage? Oh. Or is it just the plus two? Um, good question. Advantage on survival checks. Heck yeah, dude. Sweet. Yeah. All right. I rolled even worse that time. <laughs> cool. Uh, no. <laughs> um, so that's a six. We'll never find them, but maybe they'll find us. But check this out. Primeval awareness. As an action, I can spend one ranger spell slot to sense whether any aberrations, celestials, dragons, elementals, fey, fiends, or undead, that's not beasts. Never mind. Are present within one mile of you. Well, is that why you picked uh, beasts? So that it would, like, cover that? No. That I, I did not put nearly that much thought into it, Tokus. Surely you must have some supernatural ability to find beasts, Shaba. Um, yeah, you were able to find the rats earlier. Yeah. Remember, we're using the altered version, so if you're looking at it. Yeah, whatever this is, this is probably the stock version because it's in D&D Beyond. Yeah. You While tracking creatures, you learn the exact number sizes and how long ago they passed through the area. And my favorite terrain is forest. So my proficiency bonus is doubled for proficient skills when I make an intelligence or wisdom check related to it in this my favorite terrain. Your new primeval awareness feature is you can spend one uninterrupted minute in concentration, sense whether any of your favorite enemies are present within five miles of you. Uh, ah, there we go. Nice. I'll do that. Yeah, hey Shaba, why don't you try doing that? <laughs> I just imagine you draw a circle in the ground and then you sit down in a meditative stance and you have like statues to Kavaki surrounding you and like there's like a <laughs> candle burning incense. Yeah, I light a bunch of candles. Mm-hmm. Shaba, I've never seen you get so ritual. Yeah, I'm really not this bad of a ranger, I promise. I'm just <laughs> getting super unlucky here. I, I just had to figure out what I could do, what my potential was. Well, I mean, she gave you instructions on how to get there, so it would at least get you in the general area. Yeah, she literally pointed us to the exact spot where we have to go. <laughs> that's, so, that's fair. This that's shouldn't fair. be hard at We could also just walk there. In fact, I shouldn't even have to make a check. Let's just go. I'll just walk first and pretend I'm doing something rangery so you guys think I'm cool or whatever. Yeah, do that. Just like sniffing the ground, like, like, he, like getting down on all fours. He like rubs the leaves on the trees as they Pass. I pick a blade of grass and I split it in two and then I eat one half and then I <laughs> sprinkle the other in pieces. And then you like do this thing where you like do the whistle with the grass. Yeah, and then your... I the little yeah. grass whistle. He's certainly doing something. Pick your ear with an acorn. And then taste it. <laughs> mm, tastes waxy. <laughs> they're, they're in this direction. <laughs> I knew it. They're <laughs> headed that way. Asla, do you ever get the feeling that Shaba's just a really great actor? Uh, sometimes, but I pretty much ignore that feeling and just trust that he actually knows what he's doing. The world may never know, and I, I lead the way. I mean, I feel like this is just like a cave check, except it's a forest check. <laughs> Basically, <laughs> pretty much what it is. So I'm on Taylor's back, and Stripey is sitting on Taylor's head. But he's like, he's got a mini saddle that just goes over like the back between her eyes and her ears, and he's got some reins that are tied to her nostrils or something. But I also have a coconut, so I'm making the sound of the horse yes. as she clops along. So if Shaba can make forest checks and Tokus makes cave checks, what kind of checks does Aslo make? City checks. Uh, you, you like lick the pavement. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. He's like the the urban warrior. In the party. 
that's me. Nothing like licking one of those pieces of pavement that's just covered in people's gum, you know? Mm. You know what I'm talking about where it like turns black from all this the car soot. Yeah, you can gain a lot of information from that. You really, yeah, you really can. Well, in fairness, Aslo does know like all the local bars and stuff, so right. he basically does have like bar checks at least. This piece was chewed by Jim. <laughs> I, I know it. Five foot eight. Where's a yep. size 10? Blonde <laughs> hair, blue eyes. Blonde hair, blue eyes. Yep. Sometimes walks with a limp. Lives at 7342. Employed as a social worker. I'm sure <laughs> of it. Maple Street. <laughs> yeah. poor, poor Thane is like, we're never fighting a spider, are we? <laughs> yeah, let's go. Let's go All to right, the forest. We go to the spiders. Just get us to the spiders, Thane. Come on. <laughs> yeah, what are you waiting for, Thane? I'm not the one who's holding us up. <laughs> All right. We're, go- we- we're at the spiders. Let's go. Okay. So you go off the trail and off into the woods. We really did go off the trail. <laughs> yeah. After several minutes, you think you're getting pretty close to where she told you to go, and you can see here and there there are spider webs in the trees, and it's getting a little bit darker as the forest is thicker here, and with all of the webs overhead blocking some of the view. But you haven't seen any spiders yet. Uh, I turn around and start heading back. Wait, Chaba, <laughs> where are you going? Uh, we shouldn't have brought our mounts. They are at risk here. We should have left them at the clubhouse with Arleo. But you could have just left them off the road a little ways or something. Okay, we leave them off the road a little ways or something. That yeah. way they won't be in spider territory, and they won't get sucked to death by spiders. <laughs> <laughs> they won't be eaten. We and do leave them tied up, however. De-blooded. <laughs> yeah. Well, but what if the other thing that's in these woods hunts them? Yeah, uh, yeah that's true. They're out of luck. Yeah, we, we ride them back to town, we tie them up outside of her shop, and then we walk back. Yeah. Okay. I was going to also propose the Shadow Stone. No, that's okay. <laughs> just leave just your mouth shrouded in darkness. Eternal darkness. No, yeah, that's a good plan. We'll just bring them back to town and then go. Okay, so we're back where we were. Okay, so you just never brought them with you in the first place. Exactly. Yes, that's the one. You left them at her house. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to leave Arliel a detailed how to care for Petunia list. Okay. Nice. All right, that sounds good. She needs her beauty sleep. Make sure she gets enough <laughs> okay, treats. For sure. But you're the one who left your mount to starve. Yeah. <laughs> I care for her, and I want other people to care for her for me, but I just... <laughs> know that I can't provide that level <laughs> the of type care. of nurturing relationship that she, needs. that she needs. So you care, you just don't provide. Yes, exactly. <laughs> well, yeah, like any good you know, parent has to make that sacrifice and they like send their kids to daycare because they can't care for them. <laughs> yeah, now Tokus is like, it's like my parents always told me, words speak louder than actions. <laughs> yeah, that's how my parents raised me. They didn't raise me at all. They kept sending me to the, to the schoolyard or right. the daycare or like the homeschooling. No, seriously, son, we love you. Get out of here. <laughs> we love you so much. We will stifle your growth if you stay anywhere near us. And then they sent me away to gnome boarding school. Yeah, that's I believe it's rough. just gnoming school. Just having flashbacks, guys. I'm sorry. <laughs> you don't know what gnomish teenage angst is like, Shaba. Although, Goliath puberty was pretty pretty crazy. Yeah, it's pretty rough. But we'll talk about that another time. You already did talk about it. Yeah, I'll talk more about it in, in great depth <laughs> another time. All right, let's go to the spiders, please. <laughs> Shaba, as you're in the lead here, you stop just in time as you see a thin strand of spider web stretching across from trunk to trunk in front of you. You see that, in fact, this is an entire web here that you could have easily stepped into. I open my mouth as wide as possible, and I slowly put the web in between my teeth and get ready to chomp down and snap it in half. <laughs> 
<laughs> I don't think that's the best way to break a spider web. Who's the ranger here, Thane? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, yeah, yeah exactly. I know what I'm doing, okay, Thane? <laughs> I've, I've chomped spider webs in half before. But I slowly back away and think better of it. <laughs> guys, guys, stop. There's a spider web in front of my face. What should we do? What's that, Jabba? You're whispering, and I bump into him and knock him forward. <laughs> Dude, whoa! whoa, whoa. whoa. <laughs> <laughs> and we're all stuck on the web. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, dang it. Now, what should we do, guys, about the spider web? Should we slice it, or should we try to avoid it? Or we could use it to call the spiders to us, and then get ready. Mm. I think we should make it to the clearing. That's the most defensible position where they can attack us from all sides. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great point, Shabba. Let's go there. I thought we were going to uh, nest. Well, that too. We have to be able to get to the clearing so that we can choose a suitable spot for our nest. <laughs> uh, we never assign someone to constantly have their eyes pointed up at the sun. Uh, Tokus, uh, I choose you. You have dark vision, so the sun will affect you the least. <laughs> I will look at the treetops, not the sun. Okay. Do you see anything? I can't see the sun. Isn't it pretty dark in here? Uh, I will see if I see anything. Yeah, the canopy (laughs) is fairly thick here. Okay, so I don't lose my eyesight. Um, I'd like to check and see what I see. I don't see very much at all, folks. I rolled a four. (laughs) Well. (laughs) Yeah, you don't see anything of note? I mean, with proficiency, it's still pretty bad. I'll just make a cursory perception check, because I'm kind of good at it, usually. If I don't keep rolling crappy with this die, which I just did. I'm throwing this die away. It's usually so good for me. I got an eight. It's time to melt that down. Yeah. Time to melt it down for plastic juice. <laughs> whatever <laughs> whatever that's usable for. <laughs> well, it, we can make a statement on the Damage Guild Twitter or Instagram. By the way, we're on Instagram now. Mm. And you could show everybody that this was the dice that I kept rolling low on. This is what happens when you don't agree with what I want. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yep. It can be like a veiled threat to just random people who come across the post. <laughs> it's like, it's a lot of aggression. You listen to me, you random viewer. They burn that poor innocent dice. So, yeah, you don't see anything moving around up in the treetops. Although, actually, the canopy isn't all that thick, but there are a lot of branches and webs. I mean, that most of the leaves have fallen at this point. Mm. Okay. All right, I do like a limbo thing, you know, underneath the, the strand of web. I'm like arching my back and okay. You can not necessarily limbo, but you can get underneath. Okay. Maybe if you make a dex check, you could limbo or acrobatics. Oh, sweet! All right, I'll do that since I'm rolling <laughs> no, so well underneath. tonight. <laughs> okay, no, I'll just go underneath. <laughs> you can make it under. It looks like the web is set at a height between like two and six feet high. Oh, so we oh. just walk right under it, Aslo and I. Yeah, basically. You have to duck. Yeah. Shaba has to crawl. We just crouch. Okay, you continue on another minute or so. And finally arrive at the clearing that she described. <gasps> it's the clearing. It's beautiful. Is it beautiful? Oh, fresh air. <gasps> <laughs> As you enter the clearing, it does indeed... Uh, it's the right word. Strike. Sparkle with the, with the... Yeah, sparkle with the wonder of a thousand fields. Of a thousand other clearings. (laughs) It does indeed strike you as a place of great beauty. There are flowers scattered around here and there, which is surprising for the season. The plants here seem almost like they shine and glisten and sparkle Mm. in strange ways. I pluck a beautiful pink flower and I put it in Stripey's hair. (laughs) 
what kind of magic is this forest, by the way? I don't know. It's not like the kind of like enchanted forest where we like get mesmerized by the beautiful flowers and we never want to leave kind of forest, is it? It's not one of those kind of forests where we like turn into dryads and such and never leave. I don't know what you're talking about, Tokus. I I love it. I here. feel fine. I feel, I feel great, actually. <laughs> I love you, Tokus. I love everything. Tokus is like pick picking. I love everybody. <laughs> this is the greatest moment of my entire life. I just wanted to keep going on forever. Like, Tokus is like skipping in the woods and like picking flowers and putting them in his armor and like I don't know what's come over me guys but there's so much beauty in nature I never noticed before. It is very beautiful and calming. You don't feel entranced as far as you can tell. At least ensorcelled in any way. I slap myself in the face just to make sure. <laughs> I help you. I slap you too. Right. Here I'll make yeah. it attack roll again <laughs> uh, oh I rolled an 18 plus nice that's like wow. a full handprint slap like I've got just a red man I just like punched you in the face <laughs> almost like I put war paint on the one side of my face I can see your fingerprints in my eyebrow can I roll for damage don't roll for damage oh when you're about to get into a fight most likely <laughs> yeah no I would prefer not to take damage from that slap if possible I was only gonna roll a d4. Oh, well, okay. Just a love tap. In order to reach his face, you have to, like, run up his chest. He <laughs> has to do a running jump. <laughs> I rolled a one on my d4. Sick. Nice. I'll pretend it's temporary damage. Do you accept? I'll accept <laughs> it, yeah, and then I'll shake it off. Oh, that was exhilarating. All right, now I'm ready for a fight. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, here's what I propose. Tokus, you run out into the middle of the clearing. <laughs> Wave your arms and say, dinner time! <laughs> yeah, we will stand right here. Uh, no, what I'm actually proposing is we hang out at the edge of the clearing, just within the woods. We nest in Shaba's nest, mm. and we wait for the right moment. I gather a patchwork, one might say, uh, a latticework of sticks and leaves. I weave them together like a, a strong basket. And I create a bowl-like structure <laughs> in which the, the four of us may rest, but also hide. D did you make it on the ground, or...? Yeah, I made it on the ground, <laughs> and then I flipped it over, so it's like a big little, like, it's like a Hershey's kiss of latticed sticks that we're all hiding under. <laughs> wow. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. That was really impressive. Yeah, I didn't even have to make any checks. Did you take basket weaving? Yeah. In college? Oh, definitely. In Goliath's college? I mean, that's kind of like basic wilderness survival type stuff. Right. Goliaths are born basket weaving, Tokus. You don't even know. Wow. We just come out of the womb and they throw us into a basket weaving circle and we get to work. You're actually like weaving a basket <laughs> in the womb. Yeah. Like you're weaving a basket with your umbilical cord. Yeah, and then you come out and you give it as your first present to your mother. I made this basket for you. <laughs> <laughs> so disturbing. <laughs> this has gotten really weird. <laughs> it's like a, it's like an umbilical cord pretzel. <laughs> hey, mom, I made this for you. You had come out of the womb speaking Persian Goliath? <laughs> yeah, dude. There's a lot about Goliath culture you don't know. Tokus, yeah. right? I haven't even scratched the surface, Tokus. I feel like there's so many myths <laughs> regarding Goliaths. I feel like they... They talk big game. Well, most of them are true. Yeah. That's the that's the scary part. <laughs> uh, <laughs> All right. Uh, well, I can't take it anymore. And Tokus goes <laughs> into the clearing. 
It's going to take you a couple of hours to actually build this yeah, that's fine. whole shelter. I'll build like a sort of a camouflage <laughs> dealio, like a like a hide. You make a lean to out of dead branches and fallen leaves. Right. Yep. Something that you can all crawl underneath and peek out of. And then we wait. After about half an hour of waiting, you see one of these so-called giant spiders, and it's probably four or five feet tall. Mm. Wow. So it has this massive, hairy body and long legs. How far away from us is it? It's about 40 feet away. Should we take the shots, guys? Uh, nope. The whole point is to wait until the flying things arrive. Oh, okay. Yeah, we're going to see what hunts these yeah. things, if possible. Okay. Yeah, I don't know if I even actually mentioned that part. So my my whole plan was we wait for spiders to come out, the big things to hunt them, and hopefully they fight each other, and then we strike after both sides are weakened. Right. Right. And then you, me, and Lancelot all come out of the rabbit. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I was Alternatively, I was thinking we could kill a spider and use it as bait. But maybe these things only like to hunt live. Yeah, maybe. We take out our National Geographic level video equipment and we start filming. The first time this spider has ever been filmed in its natural habitat. <laughs> Do we have like one of those crankshaft cameras? Like it's like one of these? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you can actually like see the film going by. And like the spider hears the crankshaft. <laughs> but it like poses. It's like, I've never been filmed in my natural habitat before. Puts on some sunglasses, top hat, and a cane, and it starts to do, like, a little dance. Hello, my honey. Hello, my baby. Hello, my ragtime girl. girl. It's getting into the early evening, and the spiders are becoming a little more active. The one that you saw seems to be making webs at the trees right at the edge of the clearing. Pretty soon, you see a few more of them near the edge of the clearing walking around or staying put in their webs somewhere, spinning new webs for catching whatever. Is it like getting to be nighttime now? Not quite night, but the sun is going to be setting soon. Westering, one might say. You might. (laughs) You also see several smaller ones, anywhere up to maybe a foot across. A few of them wander towards you now and then, but they don't seem like they're after you or anything. My recommendation at this point is to wait a little bit longer. If it seems like they're about to leave, then maybe we open fire, but otherwise we wait for the other things to arrive. Let's continue to wait. Just as the sun is setting, it looks like all the spiders have... Actually, let's see. Spiders are active. Trying to use my own nature check to see what spiders do. (laughs) Um, Thane, roll a nature check. (laughs) More spiders are starting to come out, but because of the failing light, you can't see as clearly, so you're not sure how many are out at this point. You think you can also make out some other type of large creature. Hmm. You can just see the silhouette moving through the forest. It looks like there are some sort of vaguely humanoid creatures mixed in with the spiders. Whoa. Maybe you were right, Shaba. Maybe there is a spider queen. Hopefully we'll find out soon enough. At this point, you also see something flying across the clearing from the opposite side. (gasps) Get ready, boys. Something's about to go down. As it flies across the orange glowing sky, you look up and see what kind of resembles a giant wasp. Mm. Except Mm. this creature has a cross between bat and insect-like wings. It has bright yellow coloration with red limbs. There's two long limbs in the front and then one single one out the back. 
that ends in a hooked claw-like appendage. The entire creature is roughly ten feet long. (laughs) And this looks nothing like those... What what were those creatures called that we fought when we found them having killed the boar? The Sturges? Yeah, the Sturges. No, it doesn't look like the Sturges. It's about ten times as big, for one thing. Mm, Yikes. Yikes, indeed. Is it coming down for to swoop in and take a spider, or is it just flying across the clearing? It's coming from the opposite side of the clearing towards the spiders. Oh, this is going to be great. I really wish mm. we did have film cameras now. This is going to be some yeah. National Geographic level stuff. Oh, yeah. We wait with bated breath <laughs> in anticipation of the fight to come. It hovers for a few seconds, seemingly to decide what angle best to attack from and picks out one of the giant spiders as its target before diving down and latching onto it with both of its front claws. Oh. Mm. You hear the spiders clicking and squealing. Chittering? Chittering. Making all of their spidery noises. Mm. And a vicious melee ensues between the spider and this thing, but it looks like the spider doesn't actually stand much of a chance. Do the other spiders, like, run away, or do they try to help protect it? A couple of the other spiders shoot webs out at the attacking creature. Ooh. Wow. Good plan. But the webs strike it, and they don't seem to have any real effect. Mm. It seems like it might have some sort of substance on it that would make it not stick to spider webs. Slippery. Uh. It's kind of like Caterpie and their string shot ability. Basically, it's not very effective. Yeah. Totally. So they're trying to help their ally, but not doing much. What's the natural enemy of grass-type Pokemon? Is it rock-type? Fire? Uh, Fighting-type, maybe? Fire. Fire. Oh, yeah. Fire-types. That's right. Man. This is a whole Caterpie situation right here. If only we had our Charizards around. Yeah. The flying creature scoops up the spider, which seems to have curled up into either dead or paralyzed form, and drags it out a little ways into the clearing before stabbing it with its rear piercer hook thing. Stinger? Stinger. And is doing something with that. Does it look like it's pretty preoccupied? Yeah. It's going about its business. So it seems like it's like just sucking the spider dry. You're not really sure what it's doing. But it's chilling there, like waiting. Yeah, it's preoccupied. Guys, I think this is our moment if we wanted to attack that thing. Look, it's completely engaged in the feasting. The thing is, we can either try to fight that 10-foot long caterpie, or we can try and fight spiders. We don't have to do both, remember? She said if we kill off the food or the thing that's attacking them. I like right, taking on the big thing. Yeah, and like the thing is, is the other spiders were initially trying to help their friend. If we look like friend, right? The enemy of my enemy is yes. my friend. Mm. So, and Shaba, can't you like communicate to some of those spiders? They look like they're sentient. They look smarter than the average spider. Yes, I leap from our hidey hole and I say, <laughs> "Spiders, <laughs> join me! We will vanquish this villain together." <laughs> Please make a roll and communicate to them something. <laughs> I make a beast communication check. Whatever that is. I don't know what, what um, to do right now. I think you have to you have to cast speak with animals in order to do that. Yeah. That's where you would have to start. I mean they're just spiders. They're not necessarily smart enough or they wouldn't care if you're trying to help them or not. Yeah, I don't think they really care. Uh, the big question is, is this big dude a beast? 
Mm. Eight counts. It does. Okay, Eight counts. Do I get All a? Right. Do I get any attack advantages against my favorite enemy, or is it just? You have a plus two to damage, I believe. Okay. Could we rewind the bursting out of the nest thing and do like a nice preemptive snipe or something? Oh, I'm, not, I'm definitely not actually doing that. No. <laughs> okay. Right, Spiders cool. revolution. <laughs> <laughs> I agree with Tokus. I say we all open fire on it at once. Agreed. Let's take some right. shots. Shots, 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 shots. It's probably about 50 feet away from you. And 20 feet. feet or so from the edge of the clearing. Okay, guys. So you're going to have to get out of your hiding place in order to shoot at it. Yeah, I honestly feel like we have a lot better chance to go against this thing than a ton of spiders. Yeah, it's true. And, like, the spiders are, like, a bit afraid of it. So, like, once we kill it, then the spiders will just eat us. Exactly. <laughs> it's a foolproof plan. Yeah. All right, let's do it. All right. All right. Oh, uh, I would like to hex the spider first. Yeah, I'd like to hunter's the mark spider? as well. The the I mean the, thing, no, wasp. no, the big no. wasp thing. <laughs> sorry, <laughs> sorry, right. sorry, sorry. I had spiders on the mind. I should be able to give you a picture of this thing. Won't help uh, for the viewers, but that'd be sweet. Sorry, viewers, sucks for you. <laughs> we give you nothing. You're gonna have to go on description alone, just like everything else. All right, I will cast a spell. I cast a spell. There's the picture. Oh, oh, gross! Oh, dude, that thing is sick, in not a good way. It's got eight eyes. It's like, yeah, it's got the head of like a, a beetle. Beetle. It looks like a squash. Like the body <laughs> is like a squash. Yeah, it does. It's got the arms of a tyranid, the wings yep. of a giant dragon bat, and then the body of, uh, a, the body of a of a yellow summer squash. <laughs> <laughs> yep. With it's spikes beautiful. on it. A spiked squash. <laughs> Truly a terrifying sight to behold. <laughs> terrifying creature. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight eyes. It's maybe distantly related. That's to a true. spider. It's, it's a cannibal. All right. We have our attack rolls. We uh, get up from under our covering and make our attacks. I'm going to hex it for strength. Okay, I'll let you each do one attack, and then we'll get into an initiative. I got a 19 to hit. Hit. 18 to hit. Hit. Ten. Ten does not hit. Okay. For ten piercing. For twelve piercing. For zero piercing. (laughs) (laughs) How did I roll a zero, guys? There's no zero on the D10. You're doing great, Tokus. Keep at it. Dang it. Well, I did do something with my turn. You did. (laughs) We each got a free turn. That's how you can think of it. Now that it's been struck by an arrow and bolt... It has been alerted to your presence, no. and you see it turn its head towards you and fly a few feet off of the spider as it lets go. Well, just keep eating, dude. You're good. 